Assalamu alaikum. Hi, hello. You're listening to an episode of Nims and Everything Under the Sun. I am Nims. I'm Nims and whew, description of myself. I'm gonna try to do like different descriptions all the time so you can get to know me a bit better. But I'm Nims and I'm kind of rude, apparently, I've been told. Or I don't think I'm rude, but I kind of have um a resting bitch face apparently. So my friend actually his description of my face was um i'm one of those people that think i'm smiling and think i have a really soft face on when i'm walking but i actually look like i've got my face all push up and i'm i'm trying to like i'm, I'm gonna hurt you so he pulled a face and it was really funny so i have a resting bitch face and apparently my soft face isn't soft either it's actually just as rude so i currently have a rude appearance or a um uninterested appearance i think i look really soft and approachable but yeah so that's that's something about me and today's message of excuse me something about me now something about the podcast this is a reflective and personal podcast where i share thoughts or read essays i've written an attempt to face myself learn and unlearn learn unlearn and relearn about myself today's message of the day is stand by your truths quite simply is what it is stand by your truths um and it will probably be explained more in today's essay but it's literally stand by whatever you believe in stand you know stand by it don't don't bend don't change your mind for nobody do you boo so today's topic for nims and everything under the sun is nims and relationships oh so let's go and i tried this last time i think i'm gonna try this again i'm gonna continue as i read the essays i'm going to be offering my side commentary some of these essays were written or you know written a while ago i've got quite a few essays that i've just been writing so i'm kind of reading and going through them this essay was written let's check the date last week um don't remember how i was feeling last week but we're gonna find out now so nims and relationships often i reflect on my relationships with people quick bit of context i'm someone with very few serious relationships i'm quite literal and i hold things close to their meaning to call someone a friend without proper vetting is to me disrespectful to my existing friends to call you a friend is to hold you on par with those i already call friends and my existing friends are quite awesome to be honest but then it's really rude to call people in the awkward stages acquaintances so that's often a dilemma i have what do i call people who aren't quite friends but also not just acquaintances i usually avoid label people in labeling people as much as i can some people may have noticed i say peeps and loves l-u-v not l-o-v-e or even mandem but that analysis is for another time but that analysis is for another time today i want to talk about my standards i think it's important to know your limits and your relationship requirements as someone with a pretty traumatic experience of adulting i've learned to pay attention to my boundaries my journey here hasn't been smooth sailing i'm gonna be honest i've had some shitty experiences with people in the past of course with some blame on my part but in general for me navigating the friendship realm has been quite the charm of a tale so one day a few day, a few years ago i ran away we're just gonna rewind and start again because yo i can't even read to be honest to be honest to be honest my screen is cracked so I'm having struggle, I'm, uh, I'm struggling, I can't even speak, I'm struggling to read through the cracks, 
I'm also trying to maintain a decent pace so it's not like monotonal and really boring and whatnot. So I'm just trying to, you know, give you guys different tones and pitches and be like, woo, 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 and give you that whole readership, you know, newscaster accent stuff and all of that. But it's all kind of stressful for me right now. So I'm just going to start again. We'll start that paragraph again. So one day, a few years ago, I ran away from it all. <laughs> I still felt that. So one day, a few years ago, I ran away from it all. I left everything behind and started fresh. Me, my family, and a handful of tried-tested put-through-the-rings friends. Since then, I've been quite the territorial Labrador with regards to who I allow close to me. And honestly, I'm here to say how wonderful it is. Protect your territory. Genghis Khan, that shit. I'm so aware of what I'm willing to allow. Though I can get a little neurotic... That I refuse to allow room for anything below my standards. I force others to meet me where I am. Or kick rocks. What What I've learnt, however, is how very few people are prepared to meet you at your level. I initially made the mistake of thinking the fault was mine. At first, every new person I walked away from made me relive my tumultuous past. I'd whine to my friend how there had to be something wrong with me. Why couldn't I let things go? Why couldn't I be the calm and casual friend that was all laughs and good times? Short answer, because I'm not a mug. What are my expectations from people? Don't lie to me, don't ghost me, don't use me, don't do anything you wouldn't want done to you. Don't be a dickhead, don't take me for a mug. Basically, don't disrespect me. So I bet you're thinking, well, duh, why is that so hard for friends? I know, right? I wonder the same too. What I've learned is, it's not hard. We just rarely hold people accountable. So then the rules are lax and people slip up. I remember learning how if someone doesn't show up on time to your appointments, it's a reflection of what that person believes you're worth. I started applying that, applying that thinking to everything. If someone doesn't respect you enough to text you, they're not showing up. Guess what? If someone hurts you and doubles down, insisting they were just being honest. Guess what? If you're constantly the butt of the joke, but it's all just banner guess what that person doesn't value you much and by allowing it you're co-signing their worth of you it starts off as a difficult conversation but soon you get into the habit of pulling people up when they try to devalue you it also requires you to be the example i know i don't like certain things so i try not to do it to others a pet peeve of mine is after listening to someone rant for hours on how someone did them dirt to have that person do the same thing or something similar to me Example being a recent ghosting incident where someone vented to me on how badly they felt when someone in their life went MIA on them and then proceeded to do the same to me the next week. More often than not, we're aware of the impact of our actions when we make them. We're also aware of how to make amends. We choose not to, which brings me to the other part of valuing myself and standing by my standards, recognising I owe it to myself to call myself out and apologise for how my behaviour impacts others. If I am aware I've hurt someone or I've been approached by someone regarding an incident, I'm learning to listen and let them land. Learning when to listen and when to speak up has been part of defining my boundaries, recognising that not all situations require reaction, explanation or confrontation. I'm a big fan of block and move on, and more recently, mute and move on, out of sight, out of mind. Someone once said to me, do you know, do you know what, at some point you have to do your own healing you can't keep blaming outside factors. That same person later went, to di- later went on to disrespect my standards. The irony. What I learnt from that incident was one, people are mad. And two, people are aware of what they're doing. 
we all have some sort of healing and growth to go through and we can't interrupt our growth for other people. I think it's really important to set standards, rules and boundaries and stick to them, both for yourself and for others. It's okay to dictate what you allow into your personal space and it's okay to follow through when you're at your limit. So, finished reading that and I feel I can expand more on that because, yeah, why not? Let's have a bit of a chat. So basically, that is on my relationships with people and I think, rereading that, I'm remembering some of the thoughts I was having, I think what happened was I... Or what happen, What tends to happen is I follow through with my reactions to certain things. If you devalue my worth, I proceed to cut you out of my life. So if you cannot respect, let's say, my time or respect my effort or my, you know, presence in your life, I then remove myself and remove you from my life and I follow through with that. And a lot of the times when I do it, I like to promote and talk about cutting people out of your life but what I don't tell people is just how guilty you can feel when you do that I often feel like sometimes the problem is me like oh my gosh why do I constantly cut people out of my life I have a really dirty track record for cutting people out of my life like I just actively bang 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 everybody's out and I think it's because I announce it not necessarily like guess what guys newsletter but I kind of just go like if someone asks me why going for that person I'm like yeah I don't rock with that person no more like, I, I have no qualms about telling people I don't rock with you or I'm not cool with you or, I, or making it clear that I'm not cool with that person because I don't like to swallow my feelings. I don't like to be... You know when you just try to, like, be the bigger person and you pretend everything's fine and then before you know it, that person's constantly in your place, in your space and then you're just kind of like, oh, my God, I don't like that. I will never ever put myself in a situation where the things and the people I don't like are constantly in my face. Why must I suffer? No. So I tend to follow through with cutting people out and I mute. So mute has been really effective for me because I feel like it's like a softer version of blocking and I don't really want to... I feel like blocking is just like ending all relationships and I don't really want to do that with people because it's not a case of I'm beefing you. It's just I don't really want you actively and present in my life and I don't... I want to restrict the access you have to me and so I don't have to block you because I'm saying you have no access to me but muting is like okay I don't you know you know unless you actively come into my space I don't really need to see you talk to you and I'm not going to reach out to you because you know done your dance but yeah you're not completely gone you still have access to me um funny thing thing though is most of the people I've muted not one no most of the people I've muted I think only one actually has contacted me because muted people don't know they're muted so it's kind of weird how you mute people and you decide, you know what, I'm not going to give you any more energy. And you realise that that person actually wasn't giving you any energy because since being muted, that person hasn't reached out to you at all. And it's not that they know they're muted. They genuinely don't know they're muted. So why haven't they reached out to you? Because they don't value you. And that realisation is like, ooh, you know, I gave this person too much value and that person gave me very little value. And yeah, that's why they were able to mistreat me and treat me like trash and I'm someone that like I said you stick to your standards you stand by your rules I don't I don't want to be treated like this so I'm not going to continue to have people around me that treat me like this it's just something that I just can't do and so it does mean that I cut people out a lot and I have another friend who's the polar opposite who he can actively dislike you but he can still rock with you and it's not in like a fraudy way like it's not in 
a two-faced manner he just can disconnect the fact that he dislikes you from your existence I can't I, I don't know if I'm explaining his personality well my brother's also like that where they they seem to just get along with everybody but then he'll be like no 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 man all right that man's mad annoying I just let it go and I'm I'm like how can this person be annoying you but you just continuously let them into your space oh yeah because once they're gone I don't have to see them again in it so it's calm like man just gotta say hello two two laughs and that's it I can't do that so I've always felt like that was the personality I kind of aspired for and so every time someone did something to me that I couldn't reconcile I would always feel like oh my gosh I have to cut another person out of my life because I'm not able to pretend or to just be okay with it like my friends who are able to and so I felt like the problem was me I couldn't stomach this person so there was something wrong and my other friend was just kind of like no you've not asked for too much these are your standards this is what you expect and if people aren't able to meet that then they need to go because guess what like this is what you deserve and I looked back I thought about it I looked back and I reflected and I saw the fact that you know what out of these hundred people that xyz my other friend let's say let's call him bob so out of these hundred people that bob here can stomach and get along with and chill with whether he likes them or not I might have five but these five people are absolutely phenomenal and I am so grateful and so blessed and so if you can't meet this five you can't be the sixth person in my circle because you need to meet their level and their quality and that's why I have a problem calling people friends because the people I call friends are absolutely phenomenal they're amazing amazing individuals and yeah I think I was reflecting on that and reflecting on the fact that I don't get along with people. You know how, like, everybody's all friends online and everyone's all going, so as I turn my head. But you know how, like, everyone's all friends online and everyone's all like, yes, babe, I love this. And how everyone so, like, loosely compliments people and loosely, like, shares love. And I'm not someone that knows how to do that. So when I first started interacting with people online, I found it so hard to say I liked something I didn't like. I still find it hard to do. I just double tap now and it's really lost its meaning. But I felt like people loosely threw around words and threw around the word love, threw around the word like you're fantastic you're gorgeous that looks fantastic on like people just like throwing things around and I would have people type comments like legit right next to me they're commenting on someone's page and they're putting all this emotion into the comment and they're just blank face right next to me and they just type in they don't look like they're interested they're just typing something out really quickly they'll just be like oh let me just comment something like blah 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 which is why often you'll just find me saying mashallah to something because I really don't know how to write essay comment or be like oh my I'm just trying to be just like you I really I don't know how to do any of that I find it so hard to be fake I find it so hard to say things I don't mean even when people come into my dms and we're discussing a topic and I'm just feeling like a lot of the times I could just be like this person chatting absolute shit like I just think you're just chatting you're trying air cuts like I don't agree with a single thing you're saying I'm now not going to expend energy to come and do essay back like I rarely do that I'm gonna just tell you cool cool story bro cool like yo I can't do that I have friends that do essay captions and every now and then I'll do an essay caption but I just feel like you're expending a lot of energy for people who aren't your friends for people who don't genuinely care the only people you will see me bend over backwards to over explain myself to are friends and family and I'm hella argumentative 
So I have just never understood that. But that's like a side thing on relationships. The deep, deep thing is I only call real people friends. Like, so my friends, my true, true friends are about five people. I use the term friends these days very loosely and be like, oh, you know, just because I think it's an easy way to just classify people without offending people. But if I can, I would much rather avoid calling someone a friend I would just be like they're cool people yeah because of the fact that I don't I don't want to have to unclaim anybody alhamdulillah I haven't had to unclaim anybody in the past few years but yeah um so yeah stand by your standards stand by your value and recognize your value and your worth please I think it's so important like I don't like liars I don't like being lied to so I'm not gonna keep a liar in my circle one I don't have people that don't know how to respect my time not that I'm someone that's punctual to events so I because I'm not punctual I'm not gonna hold you up on not being punctual but you know those people that when they're they don't even tell you they're not coming they just ignore your calls and you're calling them and they're not replying like one of my close friends actually he did that to me and I haven't spoken to him in about a year like it's just been one-liners and he must know he pissed me off because I genuinely did not expect that from him I was calling him texting him all sorts and then he didn't respond and he went online and he started tweeting like a few hours later still not responding to me and I instantly blocked him instantly I just said I'm not done my other friend was like why and my friends are like that's such a silly reason I was like I don't actually care because in that moment I was full-on panicking thinking something had happened to my friend my friend's not getting through to me that's mad because just a few hours ago he'd agreed you know we were gonna meet up and then he just ghosted just like that didn't get back to me never got back to me till this day he's never got back to me to tell me what happened to tell me if he lost his phone to tell me the only reason i knew he was alive was because he started tweeting about the football probably at like 11 p.m that day and i just thought i don't need this so i blocked him (laughs) i blocked him and i only i blocked this was like 2017 i only unblocked him what i think about two three months ago and i was just like yeah cool well I unblocked him now but then even then I haven't called him haven't spoken to him nothing I don't want the friendship to end because he's like one of my friends but I just I I just couldn't I couldn't and that's like my friend friend <laughs> that's one of the, the people on my awesome list I just yeah so that's that's by the side but yeah stand by what you believe in stand stand up for yourself and hold people accountable and trust me when you hold people accountable you realize the people that deserve to be around you are the people that will be left because a lot of people don't deserve your time they don't deserve your energy they don't deserve anything from you except the salam if they're muslim and if they're not muslim walk past honey keep on going because you don't need to expend your energy with these people know what is your value and i think I think I asked my friends to write down their friendship commandments once. Oh, I asked Sada and um, yeah, Aisha to write down their friendship commandments. Oops. I think there are people that consider me friends that I don't really consider them friends. And I think when we start discussing it, it's going to be very political for people. But I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings, not at all. I just think the qualities my friends have, not many people have them. And not many people have access to me like my friends do. So I don't, I can't claim all these people. Around. This is now me just like, this is just descended into me doing like a side rant and figuring things out, out loud, which I don't really need to be doing on a podcast. Can you imagine? Oh, listening to me talking about things like that. Yo. Anyways, I've got like 
five friends, including my mum, who sometimes isn't really my friend because she's quite annoying sometimes, but then sometimes she's my friend. But, um, you know, I can't really get rid of her because she's my mum. So she doesn't really need a title. But a lot of things don't need titles. That's it. A lot of things don't need titles. At the end of the day, even with my mum, so even with these people that I call friends, I call them out on a lot of things a lot of the time. And I just feel like, stand, yeah, the only, I'm really descending into a ramble here. Sorry, guys. But basically, stand by your values. Stand by what you believe in. Hold tight to yourself and stay true to yourself. And don't compromise your values and your beliefs for, for other people. Never compromise your values and your beliefs for other people, for outside forces. No, don't accept less than. Don't be disrespected in the name of banter. Don't be the butt of the joke if you know it hurts your feelings. Don't accept honesty from people. I saw a tweet today about someone coming in to give unsolicited advice to someone they, they hadn't spoken to since she said preschool or ele- elementary. Can you imagine someone from kindergarten coming to come and tell you about yourself now? No. And the girl had every right. I feel like you have every right to dictate to people what it is you want and will accept because at the end of the day, you are the dictator of your own country. This body you're in is your it's yours to do whatever you want to. So be the dictator and tell people straight, I don't want this. I'm not accepting this. No. And make it clear to people. You don't even have to tell them a lot of the times because why should you be educating people? At the end of the day, everybody's adults. And the comment I made where someone said to me, you know, that this person, I, it was one of our scenarios one time, and someone said to me, this person's over 25. At some point, they have to learn, they have to unlearn their toxicities by themselves. And I, and that same person ended up, you know, showing one of their toxic traits, let's say, the word toxic's overplayed. They ended up showing one of their toxic traits to me. And I thought to myself, to educate you on why what you've done is offensive is very stupid it's patronizing because you're fully aware of what you've done you're an adult and you know the impact of what you've done so for me to take time to say hey this thing you've done is quite offensive xyz is quite patronizing for me because you know what you've done and you know how you've offended me. I don't have to tell you that. There are situations where people don't know and they need to be educated. It's very different from people that do know. For example, um, something you would know when you've offended someone. Let's say you meet me and I'm wearing something and you turn around. This is in a very mad extreme because no one will be mad enough to do this. But you turn around and you say, Nims, what are you wearing? You look ugly today. And from that moment on, I stopped talking to you. It's very easy for you to trace back the moment you offended me was when you saw me and just told me out of the blue, I look ugly. It's it's not that hard. So I don't have to turn around and be like, do you know what? That day when we met and you told me I look ugly, I don't see why I have to now break it down to you because you know what you've done. You know what you've said. So why, another example, you steal something from my wardrobe. I stopped talking to you. I don't have to turn around and be like, the reason I'm not talking to you is because you've stolen. You know you stole from me. You know this is what you've done. I've now, you know, put out measures to not interact with you anymore, to take you out of my circle or, you know, to stay away from you. I don't owe you an explanation for that. There's times, and I think it's a very important thing that I've learned because at one point it was almost like I felt like I had to give explanations to people all the time when I was like, I don't really want to interact with you anymore. I, you know, that was after uh, learning that some people don't know why they've offended you. But yeah, I think knowing the difference between when something, you know, requires a reaction or explanation or confrontation is very important and it allows you to expend your energy wisely. 
you don't owe everybody an explanation or a confrontation. Some people aren't, it's not like they're not worth it, it's just not worth your time. Someone has shown you what you are worth to them. Okay, exit. You know, exit stage left. You don't need to go back and be like, but this, because I think it all boils down to are you trying to repair that relationship or not? If you're trying to repair that relationship, okay, then maybe have a discussion. If you feel like you don't need this person in your life, which is generally how I feel about a lot of things, yeah. Yeah, that's that's me. It's not a good trait to have, but that's one of my traits. I kind of just feel like I don't need a lot of things in my life, so I won't go and pursue or try to rectify or repair. But some people, you generally... So relationship with my mom, I generally need in my life, so I have to go back and rectify and repair that. But when you're not my mom, you're not my dad, you're not my sibling, you're not someone with the same blood type as me, you're not someone that's going to be a potential donor for me, I don't know why I need to keep you in my life, sis keep it moving man let's just rearrange and this is not to say that oh yeah when i drop people out they just become you know i erase them no it's just let's just redefine this friendship man we don't have to be as close as we were pretending to be because we clearly aren't friends let's just hi bye how's the weather let's go back to how's the weathering this relationship and go back to the beginning and go from there so this has been nims and relationships I think I went off tangent and went into a bit of a rant there. Oh my god, we are pushing 26 minutes. I'm really struggling to keep these under 15 minutes, but hey. I think I think under half an hour is a fantastic time for um podcast. So this has been Nims and Everything Under the Sun. Today we've spoken about relationships, one part of relationships, and um I think it's standing by your limits in relationships. I think that's the topic. Thank you for tuning in and see you on the flip side. Ta!